Welcome to the Beyond Jiu Jitsu podcast. This is episode number 94. Episode 94. Yeah. What are we talking about today, Adam? We're going to talk a little bit about connections, combinations, sequences, what mm. I learned from Mario Hayes. What a title. So for those that don't know, I am Kieran. That is Adam. And who is Mario? <laughs> it's a Mario. <laughs> Luigi's brother. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> so I learned uh, don't. Don't uh, watch out for like green shells, red shells, yep. fire, flowers, mm-hmm. and that fucking Bowser dude. Yeah, and mushrooms. <laughs> mushrooms. The mushrooms are good. They make you bigger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Mario Hayes. Guys, you should know who he is. Uh, so <clears throat> Mario is the head coach at Alliance Porto Alegre. He's the coach of Nicholas Marigali and a very successful, not only coach, but competitor. He's a, I think, two-time world champion. He's a pan champion, European champion. He's, he's won all the, the sort of major competitions. But obviously now being past his competitive career, he's, he's a very reputable coach who has created people such as Nicholas Marigali. And who is Nicholas Marigali? I don't know, bro. You, you tell me. Fuck. <laughs> so people should people should know who Marigali is. Unfortunately, no longer with Alliance, but teams and leaving teams, switching teams. We've spoken about that. Mm. That old chestnut multiple times. But Marigali is the 2022 black belt absolute world champion and silver medalist in his weight division. But yeah, uh, Mar- Marigali was one of those guys who who you know, exploded at, at purple belt and brown belt, winning worlds at purple and brown and won black belt worlds his first year at black belt mm. as well. So he's, and for those that may still may not know who he is and, and want to put a face to the name, you may have seen him in the memes for getting disqualified for flipping off someone in the audience. Oh, yeah. So that was at last year's worlds, yeah. you know, which was only six months ago actually yes. because yes. of the – COVID worlds, if you will, that happened in the, the end of 2021. Typically, the worlds are uh, in the middle of the year. Yeah, right? 12 months so, apart. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they just happened, you know, um, a few weeks ago from from the, the moment of recording. So the worlds usually happen around the end of May, start of June, somewhere there. However, the 2021 worlds were in like November December, or November, something like yeah, that. Uh, yeah. I can't remember the exact date because of COVID. So yeah, he got disqualified for flipping off <laughs> what was just some guy talking shit at yeah. him from the crowd, and yeah, he got DQ'd. Yeah. So he, he you know was on on track to win last year as well. Yeah, and yeah, so that's Marigali. You've probably also seen him training with Gordon Ryan recently and John Danaher, and he's, he's doing ADCC. He going, yeah, I was about to say ADCC yeah. coming up. He's 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 uh, got an invite to that as well. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see him uh, in Nogi. In Nogi, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Looking forward to it. So yeah, Mario is currently in Australia. He's teaching at my friend's gym, Fabricio, who we've had on the, the podcast before. He runs the Alliance in the Northern Beaches of Sydney. And yeah, so I went and trained there last night and um, it was cool, man. We um, we sat around, we sung Kumbaya yeah. and I'm going to take you through all the lyrics. Yeah, today. nice, nice. Yeah. Starting off with verse one. Take it away, Adam. 
Fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was cool. It's been a long time since I've um I've actually I kind of man can't remember the last time I actually just turned up to a class. I mean, it wasn't taught as a seminar. He's there all week mm. teaching the classes. Yeah, I mean, it was sort of seminar esque in the sense that there was a bit of like you know it was the the first class of the week, so there was mm. a bit of that sort of like hey, this is me, this, this is, is me, yeah. blah blah blah. But it was more of a class, yeah. right, than a, than a seminar. But it, it's been I can't even remember, bro. The last time I got to just just kind of turn up and, and be a student yeah. and have to do the the warm up. Oh my god! I remember <laughs> I, I was doing the while I was doing it with Joey, and I was like, "Bruh, is it hot in here or what?" <laughs> He's like, "No, it's just you, bro." <laughs> uh, yeah, so it was nice. It was nice just to be to be a student. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about that. Are you are you going to go train with him this week? No, I missed out on like. Uh, you know, because they were like selling tickets for the for the week. Um, yeah, I didn't didn't get on yeah. the on the train. There was, uh, you know, brings me to a separate point. I don't, I don't want. I'm not going to say names or anything because I don't want to. Usually, I'm pretty willing to actually say names, but <laughs> anyway, it's just oh man, frustrates me sometimes. These very important figures in the sport that just don't get the the recognition. Hmm that you know, because the success of jiu-jitsu is so short-lived and uh, I, I've spoken to this to you about this multiple times but mm. on the podcast as well talking about how quickly your your fame and your your pull and your leverage in jiu-jitsu can, can disappear. You know, like if there's a Hodger Gracie seminar and uh, uh, like a – Okay, maybe Gordon Ryan's a bad example, but like a Hodger Gracie seminar or a Mika Galval mm. seminar, no doubt more people are going to Mika's mm -hmm. despite Hodger being a 10-time world champion and arguably the greatest that has ever lived, right, so far. And, yeah, so Mario is doing this five-day, like, camp or teaching thing. He's teaching for five days in a row. Mm -hmm. It was like 150 bucks or something to train the whole week mm. there to go every day. And man, I even told some people about it and they're like, it's fucking expensive, bro, blah, 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 blah. Ignoring the fact that usually a seminar is 100, 150 bucks anyway, just to go to a, a seminar. Mm. And at the same time as that Mario one's going on, there's another similar thing of someone else mm. who is not a black belt world champion, is not, you know, has yes. zero, <laughs> potentially <laughs> yeah, yet, yeah, right? No, but I'm has sorry. has yeah. zero of the accolades yeah. that Mario has and um, and is charging $800 or something yeah, for the week. Yeah, and somewhere around there. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, man, like, you know, I'm happy for that person to make some money mm. with jiu-jitsu as well. But I'm also like, I feel for these people that are like, man, this poor dude's been doing it for ages, but just because he's not like Instagram famous or mm. he's not currently competitive in the – he's not a competitor anymore because he's – He's not on flow grappling. He's not on flow grappling. Yeah. Fucking flow grappling. Bro, okay. I Insert the rant. <laughs> Insert the rant. It's we been a to. while. I had to dump a little bit of shit on it. So most people know I'm pretty anti-flow, right? Yeah. Just the, the, the monopoly flow grappling, of it. Flow rolling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all of it. Uh, but I recently logged into it. 
Someone gave me a login. Pay for that shit. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> I mean, you're I, not pirating anything. No, no, that's right. No, sorry, I did. I logged in because I was on someone else's device, and they were yes. like, they hey, were showing I, you. They handed yeah, you they were like, phone. hey, yeah. Adam, yeah, that's what happened. Log in for me. Yes, on my device. Yes, dude, it is a paid service that has fucking ads on it. Yeah, they run ads. Furious, yeah. bro. Yeah. Like that's so bullshit. Like, it is. I. I, can't I mean, believe it. <laughs> I didn't spend a lot of time on it because I, it wasn't my phone that yeah, I was yeah. using, right? It was someone else's device, mm. right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> but I clicked on one video that ran an ad like a YouTube ad would. It was mm. like a 15, 10, 15 second unskippable ad. Mm. And then there's also just on their app, there's just not pop-ups, like as in they don't pop up and block your, but as you scroll down, you scroll down past sections of advertisements. Mm. Man, for a paid service. That's crazy. That's so shit. Yeah, they, should, they shouldn't do that. But on a- like I, That's I, like double dipping, bro. I saw Big something, time. if you want to get back at Flow for this, like uh, as a revenge, and but you still want Flow for the service, but you, you, know, you want to get back at them, apparently, I can confirm this. So, you know, do your own research, but you can subscribe to Flow Wrestling for a cheaper price and get access to Flow Grappling. Oh, really? Because you know how Flow, you know, that company, they have Flow Wrestling, well, they have Flow, flow sports, Cycling. Right? Yeah, they yeah. have a whole bunch of different, you know, they're like the, the monopoly of the niche sports, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you subscribe to a cheaper one, I think they have this system where you get access to all of Flow. So you can pick one that's cheaper what? and then get <coughs> flow grappling. Well, yeah, because if you open like the f- the flow, well, yeah, even the app is flow sports. There you go. And then you and then you you choose your sport. You, you choose the sport. Well, I think that I'm I'm not sure if they still do, but they had cheaper price models for smaller sports. Dude, just get like the smallest one. Like, yeah, what other sports do they have? <laughs> I like, they have I don't know. I think like, they have. I know they have wrestling, handball. I don't know. Yeah, maybe something <laughs> tiny. I don't know. Anyway, so get back at Flow for Korean running ads on a dumpling paid juggling or something yeah. that like <laughs> seven people watch. <laughs> combat karate is maybe on. Yeah, there. <laughs> millions of people watch combat yeah. karate. That's shit. <laughs> combat karate is the best. Yeah. Anyway, this is a long-winded introduction. <laughs> yeah. What did you learn? What did you learn from Mario? Fuck around in advertisements on a paid. Yeah. Actually, and you had just told me that that was uh, for for. I know we got a, a, a huge Joe Rogan fan base, mm. right? Absolutely. So we should. They <laughs> they uh that he now has ads on his Spotify yeah, yeah. that originally he didn't. Yeah. Originally there was no ads because the whole thing was you know. You, if you pay for Spotify premium, you don't get ads, but then Spotify started running ads on the Spotify exclusive, yada, yada. Yeah. Whatever. I yeah, don't know. They're I only don't like 15 know. seconds. Who cares? They're skippable as well. I skip them. Oh, are they? Yeah. Yeah. But still, that's like, yeah. Fuck I mean, it. It's kind of like part of the deals that you're not supposed to have ads. Yeah. Like, I wonder. Yeah. I but wonder it's a podcast. If- they, they bend the rules for podcasts. Because, like, if we ran an ad on this podcast and you have Spotify premium, you know, it, that's up to us. And we, we have the right to run ads, but we don't. Yeah, but I guess it depends like, oh, yeah, I don't really know how it works in terms of when you upload the content. But mm. I mean, obviously if we're making a podcast and if halfway through, like I read a script yeah. that's an ad or something, I mean, yeah. there's that's there's nothing that Spotify could do about that. It's like- Yeah, know. they could-, they could like reduce our reach, but man, this is going to turn into an analytical podcast. <laughs> People are like, where's I, the fucking jujitsu guys? Come on. I'm not joking. I'm not joking. I walked in this morning and Kieran spent the first five minutes showing me this spreadsheet that he made. Yeah. That was, don't get me wrong, very impressive. But yeah. like, it was like, how many, it's like 12 tabs in this one oh, spreadsheet yeah, yeah, yeah. or something. And there's like, like 
more than eight spreadsheets. So yeah, <laughs> more on that coming soon. <laughs> if you want access to these spreadsheets. Yeah. <laughs> or if you want to run an ad. We just lost all of our listeners. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I I mean, I had a guy approach me. uh, One of the uh, one of the most recent comps we already did a shout out for everyone that approached us. And uh, I think that had a like short conversation. He's like, "You guys really put the beyond in beyond jujitsu." Yeah, yeah, (laughs) that's right. Hey, man, we don't want to be pigeonholed into something that we want to talk about spreadsheets. Yeah, (laughs) what if one day we're like fuck jujitsu? Yeah, and then it's the spreadsheet podcast. This is my beyond the Korean dumpling juggling. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we get sponsored by Flow. Okay, so now that everyone understands who Mario Hayes is, his credentials, knows about your your gripes with Flow Grappling advertisement. (laughs) That's the first thing I said to Mario. Yeah, so let's. let's this go. is going nowhere. Let's, let's go. I feel, I feel like there's there's like a, a a coach over in the corner there, right? And we just need to hit a certain amount of minutes in the episode. <laughs> yeah. And it's like it's like the coach at the cop. He's like, just stall, stall, just, yeah. stall. <laughs> just run out the clock. There's a guy over there, just like. Yeah, like when they're trying to when they're trying to like trace a yeah, call keep in it a on movie, the phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh anyway, Mario Hayes, let's talk a little bit about it. Um, yeah, it was a pleasure to train with him. Uh, he he didn't, in terms of the technique he taught, what I took away from it was not the actual technique. Like, yeah, there were cool, a couple of cool little details and stuff, but there was nothing sort of, I don't know, maybe it'd be different if you were a lower belt. I'm not saying that. I'm not at all saying I, I know everything and that there's not these mind-blowing uh, details, techniques to be learned. But obviously I've been around longer, seen more than a white belt or a blue belt. So for me, I was like, oh yeah, cool, cool. Like it was sort of nothing new, a few little things. But I was like, yeah, sick. It was more sort of in the, in the dialogue and what he was talking about mm. that made me be like, yeah, okay. So one of the things that he stressed a lot was that nowadays the way he teaches, and again, to reiterate Mario's credentials, he's, I don't know, I always talk about Fabio and Fabio being the, for anyone who follows boxing, being like the Freddie Roach of the, of the jiu-jitsu world, created more world champions than anyone else. And Mario has proven as well, like Merigali's his mo- more famous student, but but Mario, man, all his dudes are crazy good. Marillo, who now is the head coach at the Alliance in North Sydney, is yeah. one of Mario's black belts. And it was uh, I've met very, him a couple good. of times, but got to roll with him last night, which was awesome. A reminder of of the you level of... No, man, we had a good roll. I yeah. mean, it's um, like 30 kilos. Yeah, I was about to him. say that you do have a... But then again, he won absolute in the local comp recently. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So man, this he's, guy's no joke. Yeah, he's... Uh, I knew going into the role, it would be very reminiscent of rolling with Levi. Yep. I actually, man, I, I, I hate trying to pass those smaller dudes who were at that level so, so hard. No, we had a good role. We were only doing five-minute rounds. Um, it was my first role, my first training post having the cortisone injection in my knee. I'm right. not sure if maybe not, we didn't talk about it last episode, but anyway, I've had this ongoing bursitis that is kind of, man, maybe in the last 
two months, I've maybe done two weeks of training because yeah. I just kept filling with fluid and everything. And right. yeah, anyway, last week I had it drained. Mm. They took 12 mils out of my knee and then a cortisone injection. And the doctor was like, take two weeks off. And I was <laughs> like, okay. This. I was like, I've got this seminar in six days. Yeah. <laughs> yes, doctor, two <laughs> weeks it is. <laughs> but I had, had like a week off. So anyway, it was, it was first rolls in, in a little bit. Um, so I definitely gassed out hard, but as soon as the roll started and he pulled guard, I was just like, I just remembered what it's like rolling with Levi. And I was like, fuck these little fucking spider guard playing motherfuckers, yeah. you know, but it was good, you know, um, you know, we, there wasn't much space. So we're rolling. And then, you know, once it, you know, just like real, uh, what's the word? Like real, real precise grips and stuff. And it was good. The roll was going well. And then he, you know, caught me in an armbar and I was defending and we, but we, you know, sm smacked into the wall. <laughs> and, and then Marilla was like, oh, um, he's like, oh, the wall helped me out there. As in like, he was saying, oh, I got the armbar because of the wall stopped mm. you. And I was like, yes, I was totally going to get out of that. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'll give you that one. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, we reset the roll again and, you know, you know, again, like tried to sweep in, we smashed into the wall. Mm. But then right towards the end of the roll, it, it was just, again, I haven't rolled with someone of that caliber in, in quite a while. And just the reminder of how complacent you can get if you're not training deliberately all the time. And what I mean by that is towards the end of the roll, I was playing guard and I let him grab my pants the f and I w shouldn't have let him get that grip. But I was like, oh yeah, kind of like almost how I would roll with one of my students, like a blue belt or a purple belt or something. Not that I was, you know, uh, disrespecting, not yeah, that I was totally. disrespecting. I, I, get what you mean. I was also like about to puke. But yeah. I was like, I was like, uh, it's like habits. You're talking about your, yeah, your yeah, exactly. And you know, kind of let him make that first grip. And then I let him make the second grip. And I was like, Oh yeah, I know exactly what he's about to do. So it'll be fine. And it obviously wasn't fine. You know, <laughs> if you let someone of, of, of that caliber and, yeah, anyway, so Marilo is not only a Mario Hayes black belt, he's a bronze medalist at Worlds, nice. I think. Um, wow. He didn't fight Worlds this year. He didn't, unfortunately, he didn't have the points to fight Worlds uh, just due to his move from Brazil to Australia. He would have missed, he, the, the he the missed a lot yeah. of the, the competitions to yeah. make points. Uh, but yeah, anyway, he's only 28, so hopefully he'll, he'll still go on and, and win or podium next year, you know, fingers crossed for him. Anyway, so uh, what what Mario, uh, Mario talked about was the importance of teaching connections and sequences, which, as you know, is something I teach in the gym, right? And it was funny doing doing the class with Joey. You know, he even said like, "Oh yeah, you noticed it's very similar to ways that you do things," and blah blah blah. Obviously, he learned from Fabio, right? No, well, actually, Mario is originally a Gracie Baja. Athlete. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm not sure how he came to be Alliance and with Fabio, but I mean, I remember I never trained with Mario in Brazil, but I remember like he would c come to, to Fabio's gym and he was training with Michael Lange and all the other black belts and stuff. Like, so he's been part of the team for as long as I've been part of the team or longer. But anyway, he, I, he's not, I don't know who he got his black belt from. We could okay. check, but yeah. Anyway, you know, just obviously he's probably learnt some teaching of Fabio, like how Fabio teaches or whatever. 
And yeah, so I, I teach a lot of sequences, combinations, and and things like that in the in the gym. But it was kind of the the way he explained it, or I kind of made me have this. May it made me have this this oh yeah this kind of not epiphany, but just a, oh, I never thought about it like that moment. And he essentially said, okay, back in the day, the way you learned was very just this one technique. And you just did it over and over and over and over and over again. Whereas now there's there's kind of not enough time in the day. You have to you have to teach or be given a whole sequence because then, you know, instead of saying, let's go, let's say, okay, we're gonna do a knee cut, right? Grab a partner, three minutes each, and you get three minutes of practicing a knee cut, right? For example, what we did in the class last night was instead of just doing a knee cut for three minutes, the technique in air quotes was this particular pass to side control and then they turn in and then you like do this kind of wizard thing, then jump over the top and then an armbar. Right? So okay. it was like three or four techniques. And then we did another one, which was like the, the same pass, but then a different reaction from them. And then you consolidate the pass in a different way. Then you pass the lapel, then you jump over, then you do this sort of arm triangle choke thing. Very similar to the way you teach. Yeah. So, but it was also just, it wasn't like he even explained it that well. Mario's English is good, but it wasn't like he gave this big articulate lecture about it. It's just what the words he said were, were good for me. They made me understand it in a, in a different way. And yeah, just kind of saying, well, there's, yeah, there's not enough time in the day anymore. The sports evolved too much. You can't, you know, you need to be more uh, resourceful with your three minutes, if you will. So instead of just doing a knee cut for three minutes, we're going to do this whole sequence where you're getting three or four techniques. And he was going on to say that with his advanced students, he'll teach like a, a six, seven technique sequence. Like that's what they're doing in the advanced class. Obviously, this needs to be catered to the skill level of the individual. And of course, if it's someone on their first ever day, not necessarily, right? You're not necessarily going to teach it so many steps. But he didn't even then, you know, it's not like he spent five minutes to explain. Let's say the sequence had three techniques in it. It's not like he spent a huge amount of time explaining each one. You can dive into them in more depth later because apart from you then getting a broader intake of information, you're also learning something incredibly important in jujitsu that you can't learn any other way other than doing a sequence, which is the, the skill of connecting techniques, right? So heaps of the time in the gym, I might do similar but different. Like let's say I'll teach one technique, then the second technique, and then for the third round, you're just doing the same techniques, but, but like, the, yeah. yeah, but connect them. Mm. Okay, so now you're gonna, you know, do the arm drag to the back straight into the armbar or, or whatever it is, you know, because you there's no way to to learn connecting techniques other than drilling a, mm. a sequence, you know, and that that sort of way of thinking about it and the way he explained it and that he said that that's how. He teaches pretty much everything in his gym now. It's always connections and and multiple techniques and sequences. You're then getting so much more. And I did it this morning already in the the in the class that I already taught this morning. 
we did both sort of sequences that we did last night with Mario. And and then when you stop and break it down, I go, okay, guys, look at this. I, I did longer time rounds for them because for my students, maybe that many, or at least the students who were present in that class, that many steps was a lot. Mm. So I gave them, typically I'll put three minutes on the clock to drill. I gave them five minutes. And we only did two things. So each individual did a total of 10 minutes of drilling. Right? And I said, guys, typically I might show you sometimes three techniques and you'll drill each one for three minutes. So about nine minutes of drilling versus 10 minutes. So mm. the same amount of time and you get three techniques. So today you did 10 minutes of drilling and you did a guard pass with two different ways to consolidate the guard pass and then like two different submissions. And plus you were then also learning the connecting. So if you add all that up, it's like, man, six or seven different things you were practicing in that same amount of time. And I really liked the, the way that, you know, it kind of really made me think about when we've spoken in previous episodes about how these younger guys are getting so good so quickly when, we, when we've said there's not enough time in the day and we talk about fundamentally understanding the, the concepts. And that's kind of something else he said as well. Uh, not in those words, but he said, you know, you need to have a deep understanding of the position, the technique, the control, whatever it is, to then be able to execute it in the fraction of a second in a live role. Mm. It's like, it's that, I guess it's like any professional anything, right? It's that deep ingrained understanding, knowledge of something that makes it, that, that allows professionals make, to make it look easy. Even, okay, it doesn't even have to be a sport. Like a fucking professional chef makes filleting a fish look way easier than it is, bro, you know, or, or whatever, or even dicing a bloody onion. They make it look way easier than it is. And I really enjoyed the, the way he, for me, that sort of doesn't necessarily change the way I teach, but it makes me understand it better. And I go, fuck, man, I never really thought about it. I've never really thought that's another reason why I should be teaching that way. I already had my reasons, but I've, wow, I've never thought about it as in, you know, you're, you're, you're maximizing your time. Yeah. And you know I've got a good analogy for this. Send it. No, you go first. I'm out of breath. <laughs> Can't leave us hanging on the analogy cliff, man. We're all fucking having dangling a here. Having a stroke over here. <laughs> so uh, I'll, uh, this will resonate really well for anyone who, who does speak or has attempted to, to learn a second language. And actually, I, th I like a lot of parallels between, between jiu-jitsu and language. Uh, one of the first sort of analogies that was given to me about language and jiu-jitsu jiu was when someone said, oh, the difference between, you know, a really good coach and sometimes a really good just competitor or something is you come across jiu-jitsu guys who are you know, world champion jiu-jitsu competitors or whatever, but they actually don't really understand what they're doing. Like they do, but they don't really understand mm -hmm. the, the jujitsu that they're doing kind of like if i asked you some really complicated grammatical question about english it's like well you you speak english fluently because you're a native speaker but you don't actually 
understand the language. Mm. And and I would argue that's the case for most native speakers, right? And you get that in jiu-jitsu as well. You get guys who are native to jiu-jitsu, but they actually don't understand. They didn't actually study jiu-jitsu. Mm. I get, I, yeah, totally. I get what you mean. Yeah. I think that teaching analogy is good. Like you, you may you may be able to implement a specific grammatical system, say in English, for example, because we're speaking English, but you may not be able to teach it. And if someone says, but why is it this the case? You'd be like, oh, I don't know, just this. Yeah. And it would be, it could be the same. Like maybe like the one athlete of, knows the technique, but yeah, if someone like, goes, I mean, why? While I was living in Brazil, I had to, I taught English as a, as a means to pay for my jujitsu. And I had to relearn a lot of things. And one of the, the, things that's difficult for, for Brazilians to learn is present perfect. I don't know if you remember what that is. I had to relearn this um, and I'm probably going to butcher it now because I've forgotten most of it. But present perfect is, for example, like if I asked you, uh, you're naturally going to know that like why these is, well, you'll know that these are different sentences, but maybe not know why. If I said, Kieran, what's the difference between I lost my keys mm. And I've lost my keys. That's a good one. Fuck. Right? You you would you would <laughs> Yeah, I know they're different. I know they mean slightly different things. You, and you would one's, one's present and one's like past. Perfect. <laughs> one's present, one's perfect. I've no, lost no. my keys. Oh yeah, fuck. <laughs> like But you uh, would you would use them correctly. Yes. Just naturally, yeah. right? And sometimes you get that with with jujitsu instructors, competitors, they'll, they'll use the correct sentence. Mm. But if you ask them why, they'll be like, fucking, I don't fucking know, bro. Yeah, I don't right? know. Uh, do Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just because I said. Yeah. The, 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 that's how it is. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so the, the analogy that I'm going to give you about this sort of way that, that I took from Mario of, of teaching and learning it's kind of like when when you learn a language because th there's value in both, right? There's there's value in this, what Mario was talking about, but there's also a huge amount of value in just like pigeonholing down every minute detail of one particular movement or technique, mm. right? Like, I mean, you, you got to do both, but it is like learning a language. So when you're learning a, a second language, what are, what are some of like, what do you typically learn first, right? You learn... Hi, mm. how are you? My name Very basic, is. Conversational. You know, you yep. learn how to count to ten. Mm -hmm. You learn how to say sorry. Yep. I don't speak mm -hmm. whatever language. Ask for basic directions, perhaps. Yeah. Yep. You know, what's the time? You mm -hmm. learn all these, like, but think about it like that. Like, you learn, you learn how to say I am. Let's say a basic sentence like I am twenty years old, right? You learn how to say a sentence like that or something. Mm. So you kind of get given these sentences or a whole phrase. So that's like your sequence in, in jujitsu that you're given. It's not like when you're learning a language, we go, all right, Kieran. So before we learn how to say, I am 20 years old, we've got to make sure that you can count from one to a thousand first. Like you've got to learn all the numbers first, mm. you know, or you don't say like, all right, Kieran, before, before we learn how to say, you know, my name is, we, we got to learn all the, English isn't the best example, but like other languages where the verbs conjugate a lot, mm. but in English they still do a bit. We don't go like, okay, Kieran, before we learn how to say, you know, you know, where is the hospital, right? We're going to learn 
every possibility we're going to learn is it left right up the hill down the hill is it after the traffic lights before the stops like you know yes at a later time you can spiral down the all the intricacies of you know okay we're going to learn hospital pharmacy you know medical like all these medical words but we're not going to necessarily go all right guys today we're learning this one thing and we're going to learn every single minute thing about it no, I'm going to give you a whole phrase mm. and you're going to be learning just through, um, you know, just through the, ex- like the exposure to the whole sequence of how to connect them. And as time goes on, like you, you go, okay, I, at the moment I only know how to say the number 20 because I learned how to say I am 20. But, you know, as time goes on, you're going to learn all the other numbers and or when you decide you're then going to go, okay, I want my number vocabulary to get better and I'm going to get better at at that right and for me i was like man that really is you know like how like the what i think that like the better way to learn it you know and the better way to teach it right and through sequences yeah through connections because you need to also yes and but yeah it's that balance right you have to be able to do both Mm. right yeah you've got to learn you know you got to specialize and learn all the verb conjugations for that one word. But you don't need to be able to learn every single possibility and conjugation and variation of that one word to be able to use before you can use it in a mm. sentence. Mm. So you don't need to master one technique before you're able to use it in a sequence. Mm. Makes total sense. Good analogy. Yeah, I know. It took me a bit to get out. You're like, oh, fuck. Like, you're drained from these analogies. <laughs> it took me a lot to think about that yeah. analogy. But, you know, well, try to work hard to make sure people, like, really get my analogies, Kieran. We're getting them. Right? Taking notes. Yeah, fucking bulletproof steal my analogies, motherfuckers. It's <laughs> <laughs> like some random personal crap. We've lost everyone. Yeah. Everyone's confused now. Yeah, and uh, so that's, that's the main – well, that's what I took from the seminar. Like mm-hmm. I said, there was, you know – for me, not like the technique. It wasn't about the techniques itself. Yeah, there were a couple of little things. I was like, oh yeah, that's cool and and stuff. And but for yeah, some of the lower belts, even some of the students I showed today, who like even one of the purple belts, like was like, oh, I hadn't seen that technique before. So mm. you know, the techniques were still really cool, but it was more just you know, he didn't spend a whole thirty minutes giving an analogy like I did, but just <laughs> that, that brief sort of um, you know, speaking about the the importance of, of sequences and connections. And for me, it was like a, like, yeah, man, I get that, the light bulb moment. And so we're going to start doing that even more than we already do. Excellent. Look forward uh, to it. And, yeah. uh, and man, it was cool. Like even, even one of the, the guys this morning who's newer and less, like jujitsu isn't, I mean, I mean, hasn't clicked as much for this particular individual, Man, like it was really cool to see them do what was well, – if you really broke it down and if I were to look at that sequence and go, okay, I'm going to teach, you know, yeah, I could spend five minutes just like it's a three-step sequence, like as in three techniques. I could spend five, ten minutes just teaching the first technique of that sequence, right? And you could get quite advanced about it. And even last night with Joey, the first bit, I spent a bit of time saying, yeah, but notice how I do this. You know, like you can go down that rabbit hole. But then I was looking at this morning at someone who's not a purple, brown, black belt. 
they're a, a, a lower belt, and they're doing from A to Z essentially a, a whole relatively advanced sequence. I was like, man, that's fucking cool. You're seeing a dude do something that, you know, is what would appear to be out of their grasp, but it's not, right? If we take the analogy with language again, it's like, okay, man, like that dude's pronunciation and whatever isn't perfect, but hey, he just said a whole fucking sentence. Mm. He just said like, you know, hi, my name's Joe and I live in Sydney. How are you? You know, and you go, okay, yeah, it wasn't like the most beautiful sentence, but fuck, he said that whole sentence and the other person understood. Mm. You know, like that's cool. Yeah. The other person got choked out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah sure. Um, yeah. So um as you know, like, yeah, I already do teach in sequences, but I, I'm going to, I'm looking forward to having this refreshed viewpoint of it. You know, I've got my, not my, my beer goggles on. I got my Mario Hayes goggles on. Excellent. Right. Yeah. And it was a real honor to, to actually get to do one of his classes and fuck even just to be a student again. It's made so much less pressure. Felt great. <laughs> you know, I, it felt so good just to rock up and be like, well, What's man. going on, bro? Yeah, just <laughs> to be doing? like, don't look at me, man. I just fucking I'll do whatever that dude says. <laughs> what do you want me to do, bro? Just tell me what to do. Yeah, you know, it was like so carefree. I, I really I, enjoyed it. I had a question, bit left field. You considered uh, what? What is considered a lower belt? Is a purple belt the cutoff for lower belt, or is a purple belt still a lower belt? It's just lower than you, <laughs> I guess. You know when people say, oh, lower belts? When you say, oh, yeah, if, yeah if you're, I think, even if you're I a lower belt, is it just blue and white? In, in, yeah, in my mind, I think if someone just said to me, like, you know, if someone was just, if I was talking to, let's say, Joey or, uh, you know, another black belt, and they're like, blah, 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 I was rolling with some lower belts, I would, yeah, I would kind of default to white and blue. Mm. But I guess it also depends, right? Like if if you had, you know, like Gordon Ryan and Nicholas Marigali sitting to, talking to each other, yeah, we were rolling with these lower belts. For them, it could be a brown belt world champion. And they're like, yeah, 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 a lower belt, right? Because it's just like nowhere near. Could be another near. black belt, mate. Yeah, it could be, exactly, right? could be another black belt. Yeah. There's no one on their level. I've always I think, wondered. I've always I think for the curious. average person, like, I don't know if this is true. I've actually never spent a lot of time thinking about it, but, <laughs> but I don't know. I kind of visualize it as, I think it was last episode I said, well, by default, blue belt's the easiest belt to get. It was, yeah. You know, um, Actually, you know, and then I was like, oh, well, I guess white belt, you just have to walk in the door. Mm. But if I stop and think about it, I'd say white belt's one of the hardest belts to get in the sense. Look, look at Kieran's face. He's going, this is going cringe. Go on. But no, you go on. Why are you <laughs> no, already cringing? No, 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 cringing? no, fucking go on. Why are you already cringing? I know what you're going to say. You're going to be like, because taking the first step's the hardest in the journey. <laughs> That's right, bro. No, bro. You, go you can buy a fucking white belt on Amazon. <laughs> Shut up, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then you walk in with one of those karate white belts yeah, that bro. are like, <laughs> All like wrong. cloth thin. Yeah, and you're yeah. like, oh, no. Oh, gross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's a bit like sort of cringe, that that um, cliche. But to some extent, it's true, man. Like for some people, it is hard to start. I mean, mm. I guess for, for your mentality and background, like it, it isn't, you know, just kind of – I take that I for granted. Like for I some for, for some people it's it's yeah. a big step. No, you're right. You know? And especially if you're looking at um someone wanting to get into it later in life, mm. you know, man, like yeah. it's not like think like as as you get older the it's 
a lot of people, it's harder to do new things, you know, or less time to do new things. So even starting, I mean, yeah, there is that cringy cliche. Mm. But if you do stop and think about it, if, you, if some, you're looking yeah. at a 17, 18, 20-year-old, you go, man, just go fucking do it. Like, yeah. what, what else are you doing? Yeah. Like, party. Like, it's not that hard. Mm. You got the time, bro. Mm. But when you start looking at maybe this dude's 30, 40, got kids, a full-time career, a bit out of shape, worried about getting injured. He's only knowledge of jiu-jitsu is watching the UFC and mm. thinks he's going to get murdered. Like, mm. you know, it can be hard to start. Yeah, yeah, totally. Totally agree. Anyway, so blue belt's by default the easiest belt to get. Um, and so it was, so I kind of, I think I've said it before in previous episodes, I was like, you get your blue belt and you're like, yeah, yeah, I'm just not a white belt now. Mm. But then you're kind of like, yeah, but I'm, I'm only that one after yeah. white, you know, people are like, yeah, but you're a blue belt. Like, I mean, you're just one after mm. like, it's like, yeah, bro. You just like, you got a belt. Well yeah. Done. Yeah. Yeah. You've been graded once. That's right. Yeah. But then like purple belts kind of that, you know, it's like, yeah, man, I'm now like a intermediate or senior-ish belt. So I think by default, if I lower belts, I think white and blue. But yeah, in saying that, if I w were overhearing someone of the likes of Gordon Ryan or Mikey Musumeshi or someone saying lower you belt. anything brown Yeah, I would assume, yeah. Or as you said, other black belts yep. too, right? Yep. But yeah, I would assume brown and below for guys, for world champion level dudes. Yeah. He'll be like, yeah, anything that's not, you know, making the podium at Worlds for them is like, yeah, 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 lower whatever. Yeah, lower, <laughs> belt, right? yeah. lower tier. Yeah. Yeah. I saw this meme. That so this was, is why you're sitting there going like, fuck, I'm still considered a lower belt. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I, I get that. I get that. I'm junior. I'm junior. <laughs> I, was, I saw this meme recently and it was like, uh, have you seen the the thing where, you know, you get like a purple belt in jiu-jitsu or whatever and then you meet someone like, oh, they, you train jiu-jitsu? What belt are you? Oh, purple. Oh, my my 12-year-old son in karate outranks yeah, you because they're a yeah, black belt yeah, or whatever. Yeah, it's like, yeah. shut the fuck up. You fuck. Man, it's funny. That's, <laughs> That's such a good meme. Uh, <laughs> our, our old mates, Dan and Jake, uh, it was so funny. Like their first year into in jujitsu, they were they were so addicted. Uh, they were there like every day, twice a day, almost. They boys? trained so much. Yeah, I mean, well, Jake just got fat and quit. Yeah, and Dan still trains, but mm. he's now gone from sort of that heavy addiction to. You know, he, yeah, yeah. Well, like a lot of people, Dan's still a super tough role. He's now like, I think a four stripe blue belt. Yeah. He's been four stripe you know, for a little bit. Yeah. Still does. He's like two, three classes a week, mm. you know? Um, but yeah, they, they used to live, I think Dan, Dan still does a little bit, but they used to live a very like bachelor lifestyle and like that, they'd be out at the, the pub or the club or whatever and they're like hitting on chicks or whatever. They're like, yeah, we did jiu-jitsu, blah, blah, blah. And they'll be like, yeah, what belt are you? And they're like, oh, we're still white belts, but like four stripes, you know? And, and they'll be like, oh, so you're like a, a white belt, like you, you're like you're brand new. Like, no, 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 but like, you know, like you when, get you get like, when you get like a stripe and blah, 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 they're like, so we're like almost blue belts. You know? yeah. <laughs> I remember when yeah. they got their blue belts, they're like, now we could tell chicks or blue belts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they don't know the rank system. Oh, cool. Yeah. So you're not black belt. So yeah. they, they know white belt, black belt, and they know nothing that's in between. It, so it's like, it. oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. Right. So even like, I think they quickly learned that saying you're a blue belt doesn't get you chicks either. Nah. Bro. <laughs> nah. Anyway, on that note. Um, if you want to get chicks, the easiest way to do it is to become a Patreon. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> go over to, go over to the Beyond Jiu Jitsu uh, podcast shit. on Patreon. No, Subscribe today. Guaranteed to get chicks. Money back guarantee. Money back guarantee. 
Sort uh, of. <laughs> just to clarify, money will not be returned. <laughs> <laughs> Full refunds. Email uh, Alliance Jiu Jitsu. <laughs> Alliance Northern Beaches. Some <laughs> <laughs> Barlow. Uh, Shit. But yeah, guys, that's um, that was my takeaway from from training with Mario. Mm. Um, hopefully, it helps you think a little bit differently about how you approach your Jiu Jitsu. I'm definitely going to be continuing to teach how I teach because like I said it's kind of what we already did but with a fresh look at it I liked that sort of I hadn't thought about it in that way so I'm looking forward to then being able to learn new things and push in different directions with due to that uh sort of light bulb moment Mm. and uh hopefully Kieran over here gets to reap the rewards excellent or not He's I don't still, train anyway. Just a lower belt. I don't train anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but on that note, guys, uh, thanks for listening. And uh, you know the drill. Support us on socials. Leave us a review. All that good gear. And uh, until next time, see ya. Later. <laughs>